Hi yogis, welcome back to another episode of uh, Run Yogi Diaries. This is your host Santosh Shiva. I hope you had a wonderful week and you also got some time to play, swim, bike, run, whatever is your thing. Every week I bring you conversations with people who are on a journey of well-being and endurance. I hope they spark some possibility in you, leave you with some tips and perhaps some inspiration to perspire. Hi Mohan, welcome to Run Yogi Diaries. Thank you Santosh, thanks for having me. It's almost embarrassing to know that I'm in a podcast talking about running, not one for <laughs> my running prowess, but <laughs> thanks for having me. You're so humble, you're so humble. Uh, let me read out uh, who you really are and then people can decide whether, uh, you know. <laughs> so first of all, mas- uh, Masala Runner, Mohan yes. Nair, <laughs> aka Masala Runner. You know, originally from uh, Baroda, India, right? Uh, and now lives in Florida. Uh, you're a technology executive and a marathon runner. And what's very fascinating is um, you've done some 110 full marathons till date. And uh, this is for someone who started just in 2010. So like just in 10 years. Uh, that I, simple math tells me that's about 10 marathons a year. So, so that's quite incredible. You've done one ultra and you've done 54 half marathons in a uh, you know till date uh, you've also done uh, marathons in all 50 states uh, which is uh, which is awesome you've run in all continents <laughs> how cool is that and the audience can now decide whether uh, you know you're uh, uh, you know you're not a runner or not uh, you've run in 33 countries right you've run in the north pole you've run in antarctica um, and all of that just in 10 years, Mohan. So that's that's quite a quite an achievement. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, when you put it that way, it's also kind of mind-boggling even to me that uh, the fact that I've spent so much time and more importantly, if you were to ask my wife, she would say I burned half my retirement savings. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's, the, that's the amazing part. A lot of time that has gone into that. And uh, uh, I mean, probably as we have... Uh, uh, additional conversation and we'll get into that but I think the support uh, that I had from the family the kids the work and everything I mean uh, it's mm. uh, it's by no means it's not it's not just me right yeah yeah it's a, it's not a solo sport it's it's yeah. uh, it, it, it takes it takes the village to get a runner going uh, absolutely <laughs> and plus the gel <laughs> plus the gel <laughs> yeah fascinating mm-hmm. uh, that's that's really great uh, Mohan so let's maybe do a bit of a flashback, right? Absolutely. Uh, in terms of how it all started, um, you know. Uh, so how did it all start? Why did you even embark in this? <laughs> yeah, I know. When you when you wanted me to join this podcast, that was the first question I was asking myself. Why the hell did I even start running? Um, so, I mean, actually, as I look back, I mean, I'll probably go all the way back to maybe my very early childhood in India. I was not an obese kid by no means, at least in my childhood. Typical mm. middle class mm. child. To me, uh, I mean, probably a lot of uh, uh, South Asians, Indians, South Indians can probably relate to this. To me, mm. uh, being fat was being fit, meaning mm. like because I was a very skinny uh. kid. I felt like, oh, I had to really like put on weight and I had to look 
very uh, chubby and stuff. That was the hallmark of uh, healthy kid. Prosperity S- and prosperity and, and fitness means you need to be exactly. <laughs> Nobody knew about running, right? I mean, even now, now of course, recently I've seen a lot. Of, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people in India uh, talking about running, participating in races and stuff like that. But back in the day, uh, without dating myself, uh, I don't think running was anywhere in the in the lexicon of. Uh, uh, health fanatics right going yeah, to the gym yeah. lifting weights bulking up yeah. those were the things and that's what i was kind of trying to do but that wouldn't help i was still a skinny kid but then um, i went to but i moved to baroda for my job uh, mm. and i do not know if you know this or not uh, i don't mean to uh, stereotype an entire community but maybe i'm doing this gujarati's uh, obsession with sweets it's absolutely insane they put sugar in everything dal and i mean everything so uh, that uh, once i moved there once i started eating gujarati food their obsession with sweets probably paved the way for uh, uh, what i would call my downward spiral in my health body weight etc i started putting on weight uh, i started uh, becoming very obese and then fast forward a few years uh, i had to go to belfast uh, for again um, uh, belfast ireland for a, for an assignment uh, for a year or so and then uh, there i mean i didn't bring my wife with me at that time i just went by myself and uh, in belfast all i did i mean if i remember my routine daily routine was get up eat some i didn't even care about zero fat or low fat milk or anything like that rich fat laden milk uh, drink that with some coffee and then uh, afternoon would be the uh, the least healthy food you can imagine um, if it is not fried i wouldn't touch it <laughs> uh, fried i mean it, it was absolutely um, unhealthy and then i uh, come back in the evening we eat potato chips uh, they call it crisps or whatever it is the chips uh and then you go to the local convenience store all you pick up is all fat stuff uh, i don't know if they would call twinkies or not i don't remember you know the twinkies in the us we have that yeah, thing yeah. uh so equivalent of those twinkies that's that was all my food for about mm. a year mm. so you may not believe me i mean i may have pictures uh, not in my website but definitely i may have uh, a picture somewhere is you i was four times the size of what you are looking at me now almost 250 pounds Wow. Uh, as obese as you can imagine. Uh it's probably if you poke a needle in my in my I mean you will probably get cholesterol straight out not blood. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know in you know in a way uh, you met the you met the expectation of being healthy kids and healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I met the healthy threshold and maybe even I went uh, slightly beyond that as well I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I, actually I still remember my wife's reaction when I landed in uh, Mumbai when I on my return from uh, London Belfast and then I went to London for some time. Then when I came back she said, "Oh my god, what what happened to you?" Like but uh, there was no facebook or anything so i couldn't share real time pictures or anything like that she saw me oh my god what the hell happened <laughs> so um then um, then we moved to the united states i was in dallas for a year and uh, i remember uh, that was the first time actually i went to even a doctor uh, i didn't even because i didn't think that i had any yeah, health yeah. issues yeah, besides yeah. the fact that i was overweight yeah. i didn't even know that i was overweight I was right. I was fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was no health issue or anything like that, but in Dallas 
uh, I had to go to a doctor, not because of any health issues, but mm. routine uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, health uh, checkup and stuff like that. But I was getting into the age bracket that I thought I, I should probably take care of myself. Mm. Um, and uh, the doctor, the first thing he said was, uh, stop eating whatever you're eating. Mm. Maybe don't eat anything for a week. <laughs> Something like that. Of course, all jokes aside, uh, he put me on uh, some cholesterol uh, pills, mm. uh, high blood pressure drugs, and uh, anything a typical doctor would recommend, right? To at least yeah. uh, to limit the damage. Mm. Um, I did that. And at that time, he didn't even tell me anything about running or anything like that. So, um, and running was not even, didn't even enter my mind even at that time. And then um, I, we moved to Chicago from uh, Dallas. And um, in Chicago is uh, when... Um, uh, I, when in my in my workplace, when I was talking to colleagues and stuff like that, conversation kind of started, uh, including uh, gym and health and fitness and all that. And I, my curiosity, I didn't even think about any of those things. I thought, okay, now let's let's at least start going to the gym. Um, and then um, I started going to the gym. I mean, like a routine, not like a, a gym rat. Like I didn't live in the gym all the time, but uh, three four times a week. And that also used to be with every New Year, right? I mean, I, mm. I know I'm kind of uh, sounding cliche, but every New Year you make a resolution. I am hot to yeah. go to the gym. I used to do that for a month or every New Year's. It was the routine. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah. it kind of tapered off. Mm. And then incidentally, I moved to California. We, the entire mm. family, we moved to California. That's when my life changed. Mm. I had, that's when the running bug bit me. Um, mm. I saw everybody, I moved to Orange County in California. Pretty much I saw everyone outside in running gear and looking unrealistically fit. Mm. <laughs> so I said, oh my God, this is the world. People do this. Yeah. So <laughs> I started running and I couldn't even run up for a mile without mm. uh, losing mm. my breath or stopping and stuff. So I Kept at it. I mean, um, mm. we'll get into the more details, but then I kept at it. And then I signed up for my first 5K in February of 2010. Mm. And when my son, who was not a doctor at that time, who was still in school, uh, he told me, uh, Papa, he calls me Papa. Papa, you're going to kill yourself. Mm. Don't do this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I completed my 5K and here I am. Here you are. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. So first 5K and um, so I guess, uh, you know, uh, like many, you started uh, the whole uh, idea of running and gym to get healthier. And uh, and this was, uh, you know, what age bracket were you in when you started this? Late 40s or early 40s? Um, I, yeah, late 40s, early mid 40s. Okay. So it's never late. <laughs> it's never it's late. never late. I know people mm. in my running journey, in my running travels all over the world. I have seen people. I have interacted with people who started running after they became 60 years old. Yeah. Uh, so if your body can cope with it and uh, if you can listen to the signals and yeah. adapt to it, yeah. age is, I mean, I know it's again another cliche, age is just a number. I mean, if you get up and run and walk, do it. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. So, um, 5K, and then uh, obviously in the last 10 years, uh, you know, you, uh, you've really taken on long distance running uh, with a vengeance, uh, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So, how did that happen? How did you end up uh, doing your first marathon? Yeah. So, 
like I said, I, I uh, registered for my first 5K. And when I did that, I didn't even know what a good time would be for a 5K. Mm. The mm. only thing I knew was I had to look it up. How many miles is a 5K? <laughs> so uh, uh, 3.1 miles. And then I did some mental calculation. I said, okay, if I, if I finish the race without uh, falling flat or without uh, losing my life <laughs> in about 30 to 35 minutes, I think I should be okay. Um, I didn't know what a good time was or anything like that, right? Yeah. So I finished it in about 28 minutes or so. And then the first thing I did was I ordered the photograph uh, for the race. I put it on a wooden frame, hung it up on the wall. I thought I conquered the world and I, I was done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything again, right? And then... Um, uh, as uh, I, I posted that on my Facebook, this was back uh, in 2010, right? So some of those comments on this picture, because a lot of people knew that I'm not really a health fanatic. I was not a health fanatic. So everybody was, people who knew me very well, they surprised. What? You did a 5K? <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of almost egged me on. Uh, and says, oh, yeah, now I'm getting likes on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a uh, I mean, people may or may not acknowledge this, but that is uh, that is uh, uh, kind of a motivating factor. Yeah. Uh, you, you see people on social media reacting to you. It's almost a self-fulfilling uh, thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it's almost egotistical uh, in some way. So I said, oh, now people are beginning to really like what I'm doing. So let's sign yeah. up for an 8K. I did an 8K in, I think, March or something in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. And then I signed up for a 10K in um, in uh, Orange County, Seal Beach 10K. I remember that very first 10K. In fact, that race, I think the temperature was uh, in California weather, Southern California weather. If you know, it's, it's never cold. Um, but I never... Uh, I did not know what kind of dress to, I mean, the uh, running gear yeah. to wear or anything. I mean, I was not a, really a runner. I had done only yeah. a couple of races. Yeah, yeah. So everybody was in that single and very short. And I was in a full pant <laughs> and a full sleeves. And I looked completely out of place <laughs> for a 10K this back in 2000. And I ran the 10K. And then I was talking to my sons. They couldn't, still couldn't believe that I was doing this. I uh -huh. ran a 10K and stuff. Interestingly, what happened at that time was I told my younger son, I said, hey, why are we running in California? Let's uh, run yeah. somewhere else. Let's start going somewhere else. Maybe let's see, start seeing some places and stuff. Yeah. So he he was the one who suggested, why run the U.S.? Maybe look up somewhere in Europe. Let's let's go. Let's do a weekend. So okay. I started uh, searching uh, online. Again, I had no idea what a running race registration process meant. Mm. What does that mean? I mean, how do you do it and like that? So again, as usual, you start Googling. Uh, then uh, I, I have no idea why I landed uh, on that race particularly. I landed on Stockholm Half Marathon. So I okay. said, hey, uh, I told my son, hey, let's go. Let's go to Stockholm. Let's go on a Friday, run the race. Uh, it was a Saturday afternoon race. Uh, and then come back uh, Sunday. I don't even have to miss a day of work. Let's do that. And he said, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then we wow. took a flight <laughs> into Stockholm. We ran that half marathon, he and I both together. Oh, wow. That was my very first uh, half marathon uh, in uh, Stockholm. Uh, and then um, we came back. And while I was coming back on the plane, I was telling him, hey, now I think I should really run a marathon. Uh -huh. I've done a half. Now I think maybe I should run. Everybody said again, oh, you've done, you haven't had enough training. And it is. I think it was September of 2010 was my half <laughs> marathon. And I said, I'm going to sign up for Chicago in October. It was 10-10-2010. Uh 
Uh, mm. October 10, 2010. I still have that jersey and uh, the bib and everything. 10, 10, 10. Uh, so I said, I'm going to sign up for that. In about only three weeks, I'll deal with it. I'll figure out mm-hmm. stuff. So I signed up for Chicago. That was my very first marathon. I ran. The, I'm not even going to talk about the time. You can always <laughs> look it up. It was not exactly a great time. And plus, again, I never knew what a good mm-hmm. time was. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew all these Kenyan and Ethiopian runners would run two hours and stuff like that, that I couldn't yeah. even wrap my head around that speed. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> I did not care about what my time would be. I never was aiming for that anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I finished uh, Chicago and um, it kept going and going. I mean, um, the running a marathon started like uh, yeah i have to do something to take care of my health and stuff like that mm. and then as i started doing this it almost my wife in fact uh, at some point suggested that you have to get into a runner's rehab because it almost became an obsessive sickness i'm not recommending that for everybody yeah, but yeah. Uh, it became uh, almost an incurable illness uh, that, that, it, that happened later yeah, I guess right. But yeah. but let's uh, dial back a little bit on uh, on your first uh, half uh, in Stockholm, which is very fascinating because uh, it also became a son uh, father project. Absolutely, I guess, right? absolutely. Right? So how was it running your first half marathon? You know, you seem to you seem to have kind of organically. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily very structured, but you did a five k. You felt like you're doing a half marathon, and Correct. then you. It's yeah. it seems like impulsively you you moved your your ball forward yeah that's a great so how question. was it for you yeah, yeah that's a great yeah. question actually if if any purist were to either hear this or look at my story they would go crazy they would, they would mm-hmm. not recommend it for everybody right mm-hmm. because you you have to really listen to your body yeah. you have to really kind of uh, uh, increase your threshold for tolerance for pain mm-hmm. your cardio and everything right I don't think I followed the textbook regimen of training, mm, to tell you mm, the mm, truth. Mm. Um, I am not saying that that might work for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it did for me in the sense, I think, uh, again, every body is different and everybody mm. is different, right? What I mean by yeah. that is every body is physical, right? Yeah, and yeah. everybody is mental. Mm. Uh, so you have to kind of, listen to your body and to your mind mm. uh, so i i i think i don't think it was a mistake on my part because if i look back in time whatever i did it has worked out okay yeah um, but you have to listen to your mind as much as you have to listen to the body mm. um, i probably didn't listen to the body as much as i listened to my mind in the sense mm. that, yeah let's do it let's mm. do it let's do mm. it mm. so my body took a toll uh, mm. my times were not improving and I had um, uh, uh, the, uh, the calf injuries, mm. not injuries, but at least one or two injuries that uh, would, uh, he, here's where, again, I would not recommend this for anybody mm. who is rec- starting recreational running and starting to run marathons. If you are injured, rest, mm. recover, don't push yourself. Uh, yeah. And I did, but in my case, it didn't worsen uh, mm. for whatever reason. Um, it my body yeah. was okay. So, so that that was something you probably you know caught on later. Uh, but your first half marathon, right? How did how did that go? I mean, what was your experience of? I, I remember I ran in Stockholm. So yeah. 
half the race i was still like oh my god i'm running in stockholm yeah, 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 i might yeah, yeah. i didn't even feel my legs it was like wow. going right pumping as i was looking at the city i'm uh, and that was the first race that i see a bunch of uh, people on the streets uh, cheering me on and stuff like that that whole mm. adrenaline mm. that was the first experience my first 5k yeah there were some people there and stuff like that it was early morning in california not a lot of people my 10k was the same thing and then this was the first race where i see the whole city uh lining up the streets and uh, that was my first experience expo- getting exposed to the crowd and cheering me and stuff like that i've never been cheered on in my life before ever for anything i did <laughs> so that adrenaline kept me going and going and going that was a fantastic time i finished it i think in less than 2 hours which i thought was incredible uh and uh, my son beat me of course he was much younger uh but uh, that half marathon um i think we kind of uh, if i remember right that that was an evening race uh it finished around 6 pm or 7 pm or something like that and then we went to the hotel i used that half marathon as an excuse to drink myself to almost like <laughs> a lot of beer uh and that uh, dad a good rest and next day i took a flight back to la terrific so you know if i hear your um, story so far right you started a 5k uh social media likes you know yeah. uh, you, it got it got you pumped up you said hey i'm doing something something right here and right. It, you know it seems to i'm getting a lot of cheer and then you did this half marathon from what i hear again crowd uh, you know huge applause again your adrenaline is up you 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 know you're you seem to be motivated you come back sign for a full marathon you know it's all it's all you're, you're charged up and and then how did the full marathon go what happened in the full marathon yeah full marathon is something i i'm not going to gloat about it in the sense that that is that's not a time again that i'm going to hmm. mention anything to anybody yeah, yeah. but the i woefully underestimated hmm. the distance hmm. uh you know people sometimes you kind of make that mental mistake yeah i run 3 miles so running 6 miles shouldn't be a big deal it's just twice <laughs> Oh yeah, I done 6 miles. Yeah. Oh yeah, running half shouldn't be a big deal. It's another yeah, double. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you make that mistake. I mean, you hear all the time, you read all the time, right? Runners wall 20 yeah, miles yeah. you hit the wall and stuff like that when you read, oh, what's the wall? There's no yeah. wall and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then the body tells you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you keep so running. It happened to you? Did oh yeah. To you? Oh, oh, absolutely. The lactose builds up and your yeah. half seizes up and yeah. oh my god, what did I sign myself here? Yeah. What yeah. did I do? But then again, yeah. Chicago Marathon, I have no idea if uh, people know this or not. That's one of the best marathons in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like millions of people on the sidelines. Yeah. And there's not an inch of stra- uh, road uh, that you don't have people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the most well organized races and it was kind of my adopted hometown because I lived in Chicago for many, many years. Mm-hmm. so that whole experience of running in a city that i liked the atmosphere and that is what carried me mm, not yeah. my body my body gave up uh, probably yeah. mile 18 or mile 19 mm, yeah. uh, and then it was all the mind the crowd the music and stuff uh, <laughs> i kept going and i ended up uh, walking uh, probably after mile 18 half the distance i walked Mm-hmm. which is again not a shameful thing to say yeah, yeah, 80% yeah. of the recreational runners they might probably walking their way through yeah. a marathon at least yeah, some yeah. distance yeah. which is uh, the goal is to finish yeah yeah terrific so you did the half full uh, and you know you may have suffered through it little bit but then you seem to have got hooked right yeah. um, 
So, because if you look at av- your average of uh, marathons in the last 10 years, it's been almost 10 per year. Right. So, so how did that happen? You know, yeah. you, you, did you just sign up for the next one, the sh- end of uh, Chicago or? Yeah, once I, so once I finished uh, Chicago, then um, uh, as, soon as, uh, as soon as I went uh, to the hotel, I decided, oh, this experience is something that I want to live again, live through again. Mm. Mm. Well. <laughs> I have to sign up. Then I, st- as usual, I started Googling, what is the next one, immediately next one. So November, uh, October 10th was my uh, Chicago Marathon and October 30th was Marine Corps Marathon in D.C. Oh, mm. I'm going to run this. My body, I've run this. Uh, I don't want to give up now. Let me do that. I signed up. I, I ended up uh, running the Marine Corps Marathon, which was a better time than mm. Chicago Marathon. Uh, and the funny thing is, again, this is all sounds so amateurish and so childish now when I look back. Um, uh, initially, I, at least for the first year, I would say, now I've, I don't do it anymore, is I used to wear the T-shirt of the previous race I ran, mm. thinking that people would look at me and say, wow, he ran Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the, I, I wore the Chicago Marathon T-shirt and I ran the D.C., so okay. people, oh, wow, you ran Chicago two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and you're running this. <laughs> so that, again, was kind of a motivational boost for me. Wow, people are noticing it. People who I don't know who he is, and he is now calling me out with the name Mohan on it and stuff like that. So uh, I signed up. I mean, I ran the Marine Corps Marathon. And uh, I think in, in Marine Corps, is, if I remember correctly, uh, I, when I started talking to other people and stuff, I saw some people with a marathon maniac t-shirt mm. mm. uh, uh, so, and I asked them hey what is this uh, what is marathon maniac uh, then they explained to me there is a mm. group called marathon maniacs if you run I think like 12 marathons a year or something some number that I I didn't mm. even uh, uh, kind of comprehend at that time uh, so then I started looking up what is this marathon maniac and stuff then that's when I stumbled across 50 states that a lot of people have goal of running in 50 states so i latched onto it i said whoa this is a great opportunity to see the entire country yeah. and also kind of fast for the do it as rapidly as i can i did not know i would do it as fast though mm. i thought okay i should do it but i don't want to take 20 years or 30 years i have yeah, to do yeah. it as fast as i can then i think um, 2011 i ran like 10 marathons or something and then I don't know, again, what kind of sparked that in my head. I kind of formed that goal of I have to run 12 in 12, 13 in 13, 14 in 14, 15 in 15, like that. I started doing that mental math. I said, if I do that, I'll finish my 100, I mean, my 50 states in the 2014 or 2015. Mm-hmm. And then as I was doing that, then the 100 marathon also came into my head. We can talk about it later if you want. But the 50 states was almost like a... Uh, accidental goal accidental mm. target that it just mm. kind of st- I stumbled on it then I do, did that I wanted to do it fast because it again was some kind of uh, almost uh, an obsessive compulsive disorder mm. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, yeah I, I'm not saying I would recommend this for anybody who would just like that want to get into running I mean people might be able to do it but you have to listen to your body yeah so why why do you uh, you know, it's fascinating um, that you, you, there's something that obviously was, um, there was something you're getting out of this, right? Uh, uh, just gamifying this, you, you're pushing limits, you're going after this. Um, what was, what do you think it was? Self-confidence, right? It's hmm. absolutely hmm. self-confidence. I mean, 
you go to the gym you work out you do a regular thing and stuff like that you, st- you feel mm. good mm. but then when you do something i'm not saying running is the only thing right i mean mm-hmm. anything that pushes the physical limits right yeah yeah um normal people i'm not saying uh, kipchoge yeah. or i'm not saying super yeah. athletes those guys yeah, are yeah. all like different breed but regular people people who have a 9 to 5 working uh, life family mm. career you have a mortgage to take care of you have your son student there i mean all kinds of routine yeah, problems yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. for you 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 really need something to hold on to right mm. i mean you need something it could be not reading a book not sitting in mm. one place writing so that mm. should be that is creative passion mm. but for physical your mm. adrenaline has to flow in order for mm. you to do that you have to do something mm. run or go to the gym and spend uh, some crossfit or something like that to me right. i picked up that running because it boosted mm. my self confidence mm. i started to look good mm. uh, i started to feel good yeah. uh, and uh, the annoying part is running almost occupied my life mm. for some time uh, mm. so any conversation my icebreaker would be about running and people who like running would like it people who hated running would run away from me <laughs> that's true with all runners that's right? true with that's a true with runners and and you know i i've also found um, uh, i also found that even if you don't want to talk about running yeah if they know that you are a runner yeah. someone is always going to ask you that yeah, question like you you are asking me to join your podcast for god's sake <laughs> so so whether you want to bring that up or not you will get drawn into it and then yeah. you know and I, and i also think that um, and i also think that uh, people are fascinated because i feel that everybody wants uh, wants that right um, because when, when before i started running or when you before you started running when you saw those people uh, you know looking so good looking happy looking self confident and here and and then you wonder hey why can't i be do exactly. that so so there's a lot of curiosity uh, when, when especially when you uh, somebody comes to know that you run 26.2 miles Yeah. Uh, and like really how did you do that? Why did yeah. you do that? You know. Yeah. So it so I think you know it's it's just that everybody wants yeah, to do it. Exactly. I mean a lot of people uh, again this is not uh, criticism against anybody. M- many people do not even know what a marathon distance is, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh 26.2. Oh, you done a marathon? Oh, you did a 10k marathon. Good. No. <laughs> I didn't do a yeah. 10k. I did a 26.2 miles, right? So but uh, my son, i mean i talked about my son in the past right i mean he, he my son who is now a spine surgeon in new york mm. he he all the time even now he tells me you are really pushing your body one day mm. it is just your knee is going to give out and then yeah. you're going to stop i said yeah. and let us wait until that day comes i'm going to keep yeah. doing what i love doing and i'm going to keep running so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know beautiful So uh, that's a lot of gold uh, Mohan that you shared. I think the 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 why of uh, why of it is very important and uh, the fact that uh, you shared about self confidence you know that that's very powerful because I think in in our day to day life we are so uh, we get so caught up with trying to uh, meet goals and uh, mostly a lot of times obligations of life and then you have something like uh, running which you know Uh, allows you to express yourself differently absolutely uh, explore a different dimension of you and then it builds your self confidence and it comes back and feeds uh, into your uh, re- daily life as well absolutely i mean you don't even have to run a marathon right i mean i'm not saying yeah. marathon is kind of the threshold yeah. you have to hit not everybody needs to run a marathon to feel good about themselves right just run 2 miles a day <laughs> yeah, yeah. right anything is yeah. good 
the other thing i i want to call out uh, which is a lot of gold in what you shared mohan in the way you approached it is to gamify it like you know 12 in 12 13 in 13 right uh, you said you will travel uh, around uh, 50 states you know i think uh, this very that's very va- valuable tip because i think everybody starts something and and then is not able to sustain uh, because uh, you know motivational issues or whatever but when you gamify it this way it's it keeps the fun absolutely and, and keep, keep at it so i think that's another takeaway absolutely uh, from what yeah. you've done totally i mean the, the 50 states was something like that right i said okay i don't think a lot i mean again i do not know how many people from uh, south asia or india have done all the 50s as i'm sure there must mm. be a lot of people i felt up i approached it well i would be in a very yes. uh, short circle of people Yeah. Uh, that have done something like this because i can never hope to do a two hour marathon but i can do something like this this is the beauty yeah. of marathon right yeah. everybody runs yeah. everybody can finish so i did that and then as i was doing it uh, i read i don't remember the name of the gentleman uh, uh, brent brent I'll forget his last name uh, uh, escapes me mm-hmm. he uh, he lives in wyoming and uh, he is run like me like tons of marathons and stuff like mm. that but then he has run in 100 countries oh wow i read his story i said oh this is another thing that i have to probably try <laughs> so that's when my international travel kicked up uh-huh. i said now i enough with this us run maybe i should run 100 marathons but then cover a lot of countries so i started doing international travel and uh, started uh, increasing my race count to get to that 100 marathons and then in, along the way i uh, um, encountered a lot of people who had done uh, not a lot of people but some people who had done all the seven continents and stuff so mm. as you know i did not even know about these things mm. uh, yeah, yeah. that these kinds of things existed so as you uh, run the country run the world uh, interact with people you came to come to know a lot of insane people like me exist so i said okay why not do this then i started doing the seven continents uh including antarctic and north pole and so on so yeah i've i have a sticker uh, on the back of my car which says that uh, running is a mental sport and we yeah. are all insane <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> i'm a, my wife still says he's a, i'm a lunatic so yeah yeah no that, that that's beautiful um so coming back to you know this volume you know the way you uh, you've been 10 marathons a year is no joke right uh, whatever pace you're running at you may be uh, running slow pace that's fine even then uh, it's a fair amount of volume of running so uh, what do you think worked in your favor what yeah again i don't want to underestimate the power of training right i may not mm-hmm. have followed the textbook style of training mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you have to run a 20 mile long run and you mm-hmm. have to rest i may not have followed that regimen to the letter mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. did train myself i used to wake mm-hmm. up at 3:30 in the morning that was my routine mm-hmm. because i had a wow. busy work life mm-hmm. every morning at 3:30 i would i my i'm an early morning person so i wake up at 3:30 if the weather is uh, nice outside where uh, we, we lived in chicago i would run outside in the winter mm. months i would go to the gym and i hit the treadmill i would be running on the treadmill like 30 to 40 miles a week was my routine mm. Mm. Uh, give or take a few here and there some weeks if i travel or something like that that week might be a light week but i never not trained even mm. though i ran too many marathons it was not like <clears throat> between marathons i was taking rest um mm. i did go through my bout of injuries it was not mm. like i was injury free in fact uh, 2018 uh 
or 19, I don't remember again, which year was it? That was the first year I had to miss Chicago Marathon because I was running Chicago mm. Marathon right from 2010 all the years. I think 2018 or 2019, I missed it because of plantar fasciitis injury. Mm. I simply could not put my foot down on the floor. Um, I had to go through therapy. I went through a massage regimen and all yeah. that. Eight months of non-running. Then I bounced wow. back. Uh, I felt completely useless those eight months. <laughs> mm. I felt like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing one thing that I was doing well. <laughs> mm. um, but uh, I bounced back. And then, of course, COVID uh, brought my travel to a halt. Mm. Now I'm trying to pick it uh, back up. Yeah. So, you know, your plantar, plantar fasciitis, I understand. But I, uh, from what i uh, hearing from you, you started in 2010. Uh, you know, you've not had anything major that... No major injuries, you know, no knee injury, injuries, right? no, no fractures, new, nothing. Nothing like that. Uh, which is... So what do you think uh, worked for you there? What, um, did you, what were you doing? Something you were doing I, right, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. My father was not a runner. Otherwise, I would have thanked him for his genes. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I can't really pinpoint to something that is working mm. in my favor. Uh, I eat okay. I wouldn't say I eat very very picky, healthy food mm, or anything mm, like mm. that. I mean, I eat every now and then. I mm. indulge myself and mm. uh, I'm not like looking at the textbook. Okay, I have to measure my calories. I'm not mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, just, it just worked out okay to me. And mm. um, I know purists would probably say that uh, this is not what everybody should be doing or whatnot. Mm. But I would say if it works for you, do it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I think, uh, you know, 30 to 40 miles a week um, is, is a fair bit of, um, you know, uh, bombardment to, to your musculoskeletal system. So, uh, it, you know, definitely, um, you know, there could be many reasons that you may have one uh, must be doing. One is you, you may have been running at a, you know, you know, uh, lightly. Uh, that could be during the training runs. That I don't know if that that kind of helped. Yeah, I don't run uh, faster than eight and a half to nine minutes, or sometimes nine and a half yeah. minutes. I don't go faster than that. Right, right. And and then um, I don't know uh, stress. Maybe you you manage your stress well. Uh, you are sleeping well. You are resting well. I mean, all of these are things people typically yeah, exactly. report. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm glad you're bringing bringing those things up. Right. Absolutely. I because I wake up at three thirty. I woke mm. up at three thirty in the mornings. So I would go to bed around eight thirty nine in the morning. Night. Mm, mm. You know, I would never uh, like stay up at midnight or anything like that. Six to seven hours of sleep was mm. always a thing. Um, and uh, I would like you said I would. In fact, uh, I do not know if running uh, brought uh, calmness to my thinking mm. or. It was, I was, because I am calm, uh, it helped my running. I don't know which is which, but ever since I started running, my entire uh, kind of attitude and uh, kind of uh, uh, interacting with people and stuff like that, everything, I became more cheerful uh, and I became more calm, zen-like, and I don't know what caused what. (laughs) And and uh, you know as as you progressed, right? Uh, did your uh, did your perspective of uh, approach to running change, evolve at all? Or were you more strategic? Uh, were you beginning? Uh, did that evolve? Yeah, your, yeah. your mindset about it, your experience Abs- and mindset yeah, about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Did mean, that I, change? Yeah. Uh, obviously, I had uh, more experience, right? I mm, mean, I kind mm. of I knew exactly what to expect. So. Mm. The first, I would say probably first uh, two years or something, it was a lot of bravado. 
oh, I can mm. run this marathon. I'm going to run this. I don't care. Mm. I wouldn't check the weather. I wouldn't check anything. I would just, yeah, let's just run. What's a big deal? Yeah, yeah. But then after that, I started uh, deciding on what race to run when, meaning like in the month of May, I should pick a colder climate or a warm, mm. same things like that, right? I mean, mm. picking the right place, picking the right race, mm. uh, picking the right logistics, uh, meaning what time you catch a flight to be there so you get more uh, lead time to rest uh, mm. and things like that. Those, those are all tiny, tiny things. Yeah. But those, especially if you want to run a race, right? Uh, in, a, in a race where a lot of people are running, big race and stuff like that, uh, you kind of plan. Uh, during the run, obviously, you have to plan a lot of things. What gear to wear, yeah, what yeah. shoes to wear and all that. But then around all the other logistics around the race, that is also very important. Mm. Uh, where do you stay? How far from the finish line or how far from the start line? Do you want to uh, walk to the start yeah. line? Or things like what do you eat? Do you pack something from home or do you buy something there? Are there restaurants? I mean, I would always go to Google map and see what are all the restaurants nearby my hotel or the start area. What food can I get from where and stuff like that. Those are all tiny, pl- lot of yeah. planning that went into each race. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And what about your weekly runs, training runs? Did that change? I mean, were you mixing, like, uh, were you using a particular, any particular method or it was more your no, own? I mean, I, I would do this. I mean, I don't even know what the textbook style would be called, intermittent run or something like that. I would mm. go like a seven and a half minute a mile and stuff like that for a mile and two. And then mm. I would drop to 10 minutes. I mean, it's kind of, inter- I would, even on the treadmill, I would go very fast for mm. about two minutes, three minutes, and then I would uh, stop almost and walk, mm. and then I would run. And then I have done uh, uh, the uh, run-walk routine. I would run for about 10 minutes, walk for mm. two minutes, run for 10 minutes, walk for two minutes. So mm. I do that. But it's all mixed. I don't, like I said, I never followed a very pure textbook style. Yeah. Yeah. This is the routine you have to follow yeah. to train yeah. for a marathon. I've never done that. I'm not saying... Everybody should be doing that. I don't know what is yeah. right or what is wrong, yeah. but it has worked for me. That's quite fascinating, Mohan. Uh, you know, when I hear your story, you know, uh, you've run like so many of these. It's You know, 110 is no joke, by the way, by any standards uh, to have done 110 full marathons. And you've done it very organically. You've done it, uh, you know, self-supported, for lack of a better word. You've not referred to any books or, no. you know, very, very fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, luckily it has worked for me. You know, I can't emphasize yeah. that enough. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, I think uh, what I'm taking away is definitely is that, you know, um, consistency has been key for you. Absolutely. Um, and like you said, you, you've been doing some kinds of uh, run walks. So, you, you know, just making sure you're listening. to. I think you are, in, in, I'm guessing that you're somebody who's very uh, uh, sensitive about your ex- how your body is uh, Absolutely. feeling. Absolutely. And, and it seems like you just, just using that as an input to decide how to run next day. Correct. Uh, right? Yeah. It seems Absolutely. like you that. Have to, you have to listen to every small signal the body sends. I mean, yeah. you may not... That's part of the expertise. I mean, I, I mean, calling it expertise, uh, I, I make him sound like I'm very genius or anything. It, you you will get that knack. Yeah, that yeah. When your body tells you something that, hey, stop, stop, slow down, slow down, yeah. uh, pick up the speed and go run. I mean, it, it, you you have to listen to it. Yeah. No, that I think is that that I think is your, uh, I would say, a secret recipe here because you seem to have someone who seems to be someone who's just really been in tune with uh, yourself. Yeah. And um, 
uh, and, and just at doing, uh, you know, just responding to that. Um, what about things like um, stretching and uh, massage? Do, do you do yeah. you do that a lot? Yeah, totally. Uh, right, not before the, I mean, before the race, you do normal stretches and stuff like that while you are standing up and lining up for the start and all that. But then post race, I definitely do a lot of stretches as soon as mm. I finish. I mean, I just don't go like walk off into the hotel or anything like that. I do stretches, and then as soon as I go to the hotel or as soon as I get back to my home, I definitely get an hour's worth of deep tissue massage. Mm. Absolutely, that is mm. my that Your is secret my, recipe. Uh, I have not uh, given up on that. I have not uh, abandoned that till yes. date. Even now, when the even after the New York race, it's uh, deep tissue massage. Go to a massage parlor. Go to a professional. Yes. Get all the knots removed. Get uh, the body all the detoxified. Get it detoxified, yeah. and so that you can up and run again. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there you go. That's another secret recipe there, right? Uh, so uh, if I were to summarize the top three in what's working for you, A, you're very much in tune with your body. You listen to your body and, and that's allowing you to run as much as you can. There are days you, I, I'm guessing there are days you run fast. There are days when right. you run slow, but you are in tune with your body. That's one big takeaway. Huge Absolutely. gold. Yeah. Um, second, um, you know, uh, you stretch, uh, and uh, you know after runs you stretch. You you make sure your muscles are getting all the blood flow. Um, third is massage. You know, very important. Uh, you you know you that helps with recovery. Uh, and I would also probably add the fourth thing which you mentioned, which is you you, you get enough sleep. I mean, you you get rest. Um, yeah. You know, so so these four is what I'm kind of and eat uh, well away. also eat well and eat follow some routine I mean you don't have yeah. to like look at your clock all the time okay it's 1pm I have to eat lunch it doesn't have yeah. to be that crazy yeah. 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 but don't go crazy with I'm eating breakfast one day at 6am and then skipping breakfast another day and that's yes. thing. don't go crazy like that follow some right. routine of food yeah common sense right yeah, I mean exactly. you, you, you know your approach is so common sense it's, exactly uh, these are five things right uh, uh, common sense approach but they're so powerful Right. Yeah. They're very, they're, I mean, the they're, reward they're, is a nice glass of beer after the race. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And so you, you, you don't have to say no to beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I always yeah. look forward to it after the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is so uh, wonderful. That is so wonderful. Um, and, uh, and from a time management perspective, you know, it seems like uh, you're an early riser. So you, you're able to get your runs in early. Uh, what about family commitments and, you know, you had fa how did you balance yeah. that? <laughs> because I woke up early in the morning, I never bothered any of them. So that was <laughs> in my favor. It was I was subjecting myself to that uh, harsh training routine. But the weekends when I would travel for races, mm. that's when uh, I really leaned on their support. I mean, we have a dog, so my wife has to walk the dog and she has to do everything. And so uh, pretty much I was out every weekend. Uh, hmm. running somewhere either a half marathon or full marathon somewhere right so without that family commitment and support i would not have been able to do it so i took care of them probably during the week and they paid yeah. me back during the weekend i guess <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was not an easy thing for about like when i was doing all this even now when i if i start picking up the pace and travel again i have to be mindful of how much i want to do it how, how much uh, uh, more aggressively i want to do this or i want to scale back and, you know, I, I think uh, the takeaway uh, from your journey, uh, Mohan, is that, you know, you're a regular guy, you have a regular job, you have a regular family. 
uh, and yet it's possible uh, you know to to do what you did uh, you know if you want to do 100 marathons fine but even if you want to do one marathon a year exactly. it's you know hey you it's so much possible that's what absolutely. your story really uh, demonstrates yeah absolutely and, and, and just common sense you know it's not uh, not through major rocket science you don't have to go break your head and right uh, wonderful um, yeah uh, wonderful so uh, i want to uh, talk, uh, have you shared with us you know you've done these um, so many races so maybe uh, we'll start with the international ones uh, you've done uh, uh, all the continents uh, anything that stands out as a wow that's that was my um yeah a lot of them i mean i i don't uh, remember the sequence in which i ran these things but uh, i've done uh, some places that i didn't i wouldn't have even thought of going for a vacation or something like that, okay. right? I mean, um, I did one race in, um, it was called uh, Midnight Sun Marathon. Uh -huh. uh, the month of uh, May or June, I don't remember, when the sun never sets in Norway. It's uh, in a city called Tromso. It's the uh -huh. northernmost uh, city uh, before you go to the North Pole. Uh, they have a marathon. It starts at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. at night, bright sunshine. Oh. Uh, and then you run through the night. It's called the Midnight Sun Marathon. I would never have imagined going there, but for my running craziness. Yeah. Uh, and then I have done the Antarctic uh, Marathon, South Pole. You go to Chile, you get on. A, I mean, actually, you, the whole thing is uh, by traveling to the South Pole, you pretty much... Uh, uh, give up on your plan or itinerary or anything like that it's all the weather right mm. you land in chile and then you wait there until the weather clears up or something so uh, i we uh, we i don't remember where, which day we landed maybe monday or tuesday or something we were supposed to fly out the next day but then the weather over antarctica worsened and we got stuck in chile for two days three days the flight wouldn't mm. take off so you take off from a plane you land on uh, antarctic they have they build the uh, tents for all the runners. There's only 40, 50 runners. Uh, you run on ice. On uh, It's a desert, right? I mean, Antarctic. But then it's packed with, obviously, ice. You run on ice. Uh, you run 13 loops of uh, mm. uh, two miles uh, each. Uh, so that was one race that I will never, ever forget. Uh, and then the North Pole is mm. another same thing. You go to Norway, Svalbard is the northernmost city. And then you take a polar aircraft to land on Arctic Ocean. Wow. You get out, you run, get back, and then get in the plane and <laughs> no, get in a helicopter, go to the geographic North Pole, put a flag there and take a picture, and then come back uh, to the tent in the helicopter, get on the polar plane, get back to Norway. <laughs> so that was another race I will never, ever forget. And then wow. I've run in the Alps, uh, the Swiss Alps, uh, go mm. up 8,000 feet. Mm. Uh, then descend. that was another great race. A lot of good international races. I've run in Cape Town. Wow. That's a good race. So. Lovely. And uh, nationally, uh, out of the 50 that you did, anything that... Uh, Chicago would always rank as my favorite. Mm. Uh, mm. It's, I mean, I've been running every year except one year, which I missed, and then the COVID year when it was canceled. Mm. Uh, so that would definitely rank as uh, one of the top races. Then Boston, mm. uh, which is, you have to qualify. I mean, Boston was something that I would absolutely take pride uh, in mm. saying that I ran Boston. Uh, and then a lot of California, San Francisco is another fantastic uh, race to run. It's hilly and yeah, all yeah, that, but yeah. that's a beautiful mm. city. Mm. And uh, Dallas uh, is where I think you are in Dallas, right? 
I'm in Houston. Houston, oh, sorry. So Houston, I run in Houston. I wouldn't put Houston as one of my top races, sorry. Mm. But uh, Dallas was definitely a great, and Austin is another great race. Yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely. And you must have run in Alaska too, right? I did in Anchorage. I ran Anchorage, Anchorage yeah. I mean, Anchorage, it runs through not exactly the most exciting parts of the city. So that's mm. why I don't remember it as much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Honolulu, yeah. I ran. That was another tough race. It starts at 4 a.m. in the morning. Lovely, lovely. And um, so what next? Uh, the, the half marathon project is the next. Yes, that's what. I mean, I will be running marathons, obviously. I'm running Marine Corps. I'm running Chicago. I'm, I'm uh, running New York City this year. And those major marathons will, of course, continue. And I'll mm. run a marathon every now and then. But now I'm registering uh, mostly half marathons uh, to complete in all the 50 states. I think I've done 15 or 16 of them so far. So still a long mm. way to go. In terms of food, you stick to Indian food or have you, is your food uh, no, I habits do not, changed? Uh, I do not uh, stick to Indian food. I mean, I don't dislike Indian food, mm. uh, but I wouldn't put Indian food as the top of my list of regular mm. food. I eat a lot of pasta. Mm. Uh, I eat uh, uh, Greek food. Uh, uh, so Indian, I do eat Indian food. I do not eat as much rice as you might think that I might, uh, but uh, I eat a lot of other things, rotis and stuff. Cool. Uh, I think, uh, Mohan, we covered a fair bit of ground here. Um, you know, it's fascinating for someone who uh, has who's who's done so much in running. Um, you you remain very grounded and very uh, oh, common thank sense. Thank you. Thanks for helping me relive <laughs> my last ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I were to take away uh, those are the five big uh, secrets of your uh, secret recipe, and maybe you may you may want to write a little bit more about it because. Yeah. I'm sure others can learn uh, from from your success. Absolutely. And um, so, you know, I, I'm coming to the last part of our conversation where I have a fun Q&A round with oh, my sure. guests. Sure. So, uh, you ready for that? Ah, fire away. Fire away. Let's do that. Let me pick up this question. Uh, the first one is, yeah. what's your favorite uh, junk food that you like to... Oh, junk food. <laughs> um I would say definitely fried chicken, not KFC fried chicken, but uh, fried chicken. And again, don't be misled by my last name. I yes. eat uh, 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 I eat non-vegetarian food, uh, yeah. fried chicken, and then cannoli. Any sweet, I think cannoli will be, will be my definitely my sin food. Mm. Ice cream, of course. Yeah, nice. Your favorite uh, pre-race food? Oh. Um, I think I eat the routine, uh, the bars. Um, it's I forget the name. Uh, I eat the energy bars. Uh, mm. That's that's my only pre-race food. I don't eat. Uh, I mean, I eat a banana um, mm. more than likely. I would have a banana with me, uh, and then the race bar, energy bar. So, do you have these um, rituals of pre uh, pre race carbo loading and things like that? You still do um, that? I mean, the way I eat, the way I've been training, it's. It's loading all the time. I don't have to like carb load prior to the race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't do it as, like I said, uh, the textbook would recommend that you have to carb load. Yeah, you go yeah, to a yeah. place to run, you go to a hotel, chances are you are going to order a pasta, which is yeah. carb loading. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, 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 totally. Uh, what's your favorite way to spend a lazy day um, other than running? Oh, I do not know if I have had a lazy day. Um, work occupies me. I mean, uh, maybe mm. fewer emails would be my lazy day, I think. Mm. So <laughs> what do you like to do when you have that extra time other than running? 
Um, I, I work uh, consumes me. I mean, my mm-hmm. professional life uh, takes away the rest of the time. And uh, plus, my dog is there. I walk with him mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's always something. Plus, uh, you can always stream something on the TV and watch something. So Yeah. yeah. So do you, does your dog run with you? He used to. He has become an older dog now. He's mm-hmm. got bad knees. Actually, he has got knee problems <laughs> with running with me, but not me. Yeah, he walks with me. What, what kind of a dog do you have? He's a mixed breed. Uh, we still mm. don't know officially what mix he is. We rescued him in California. We think mm. he is uh, some Basset and uh, some German Shepherd mix. Nice, nice. Funny looking dog. A bucket, a bucket list race that's uh, oh, on your com- list. Comrades Marathon, South Africa. Comrades. Yeah, uh, I have to register. I registered once. I couldn't travel because of work commitment. That's on my list. Nice. I have nice. to do it. I know a lot of people in my friend circle have done that. That's something I would like to check off. Nice. And uh, the last one is, um, if we decided to make a movie of your uh, life oh. journey so far, <laughs> uh, A, what genre, what category would you put it in? And uh, B, and B, there's a more important question, is B, who would you hire as an actor to play you? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, what genre? Uh, what is the most boring genre? Um, <laughs> um, maybe uh, sports type genre I guess mm. uh, uh, and then who would I play um, Chevy Chase maybe Chevy Chase <laughs> <laughs> so is that your favorite like, actor no he's not a favorite my son's name is Chevy so that's why probably I remembered him I guess I do not know yeah he's the one that just came to my mind I can't think of a Bollywood actor who could play my story but uh, okay <laughs> It's a good awesome. question, though. I should think about it. I think about it, yeah, because we, we probably can send them a script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, um, Mohan. You did well. Uh, we learned a few more things about you in the process. Um, we're kind of coming to the end of our conversations. Uh, you know, as, as a wrap-up, any final uh, you know, message to the audience that you want to pass on? Again, thank you for having me. I mean, I never thought in a million years that I would be talking for an hour about my running. Five minutes would then be enough to send people away. But uh, I think uh, people should uh, probably know that running is not the only way to keep fit. Mm -hmm. Um, So whatever thing that you want to do, go to the gym, do CrossFit, do whatever it is. Just be fit in general uh, and you don't have to be a marathoner to be fit. Uh, just listen to your body. Try to stay healthy, especially when you said uh, about South Asians and stuff like that. Uh, we tend to not pay as much attention as we should to the general mm. health. Um, so maybe we should probably fix that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lovely. Mohan, uh, again, thanks for your time. Uh, it was Absolutely. wonderful talking to you. Uh, again, loved the uh, down-to-earth, common-sense approach to running you uh, you have uh, which is uh, very inspiring uh, mm-hmm. given what you're doing and what you've done. So good luck with uh, your future Thank runs you. and journeys and um, I'll let you go and have you le- enjoy the rest of the day and Excellent. stay in touch. Thank you so much. Nice talking to you. Thank you.